Don't lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a smooth soul Monday. Uh, and the, uh, this, the jams that are being played on a smooth soul Monday are intended to soothe the tortured soul of sports fans who may have had a tough weekend. Uh, but my man Harge, he had a busy weekend. Boy. Turns out you like this. is like one of your jams. Oh, yeah. I love okay. it. There you go. I love it. Yeah. Look at that energy that's in that thing right there. It is a feel-good jam. It feels very... Uh, some of them were playing disco time. For sure. Okay. That's exactly yeah. it's, it's what it is. It's early 80s Commodores. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, there you yeah. go. Like right at the, the, the you end of disco. You heard Lionel in the very beginning. Talking about the end of disco there? Yeah. You, okay. Some, yep. Somebody's got some uh, some platforms on maybe still. <laughs> yeah. It's like, bro, those are a little old. It's like, nah, man. It still works. It still works. Work. We all good. That was that Lionel uh, <laughs> Bucky Godboat. <laughs> Richie. That's what I think. Every time I see Lionel Richie, I think of Bucky Gobbo. <laughs> Why does Lionel Richie Because make okay, Bucky all, seems like. You went up to Garrison Hurst and called, <laughs> and called him Marshall Falk. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're saying that Buggy Godmo reminds you of Lionel, Lionel Richie? Like, I, I, I just I just envisioned Bucky with a fro. Oh, Bucky did. Have with a fro the mustache. Did, yeah. And his shirt open. Yes, I made sure a lot of taco meat yeah, yeah. back in the day. All up in there. Yeah. So that's why I put Bucky Godbo as Lionel Richie. See, okay, but that's just because they around the same time they might be hitting their stride. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? like, it ain't, it ain't a dig. I'm just saying. <laughs> I could just see Bucky with the fro. That's worse than Zay saying that he looked like Mark Henry. <laughs> no, nothing is as, worse as than sexual, that. As sexual chocolate there's, back in the day. There's like, nothing okay, worse Zay. than that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Bucky Godbone and Lionel yeah, Richie. Yeah, think about it. Think about it. I you can you can see Bucky walking around in some platforms. When did Bucky did did Bucky did Bucky choose to go voluntarily bald or is he was he balding? Well, I think that if you go back and look at some of the pictures, it looked it like was, he was headed that direction. Oh, he was headed you that direction. So, so he made the choice. He had power alleys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, because I was like, when is the last time we saw him like hair rocking a hairstyle or a fro? Yeah, because I think he went with the beautiful bald black man thing. No, yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> That's what we do. I did not need to come with you there. Well, that's what we do. <laughs> I, was, I was trending in that direction. <laughs> I was trending Ooh. in that direction, so I wow. had to make sure that I go with the look. We'll have to yeah. try to see if we can scrounge up a photo of Bucky with an afro. Oh, or I'm something sure. Like that. That. I'm, I'm going to try to find and one. See how closely he resembles Lionel Richie. Um, we can also try to find that audio of Chad Hastings uh, drinking breast milk. Yeah. Of a from a coworker's wife <laughs> uh, on the air. Yeah, we definitely need that. Somebody said it was Facebook lived. Do, so you tell me, you tell me, there's video of there this. There has to be. All right, we have to get our get the staff on this. Yeah, we yeah. have to get our digital staff. See if we can <laughs> we can pull up. We can resurrect this 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 audio slash video of Chad Hastings who admitted it. Yes. We did text him to find out was there a miscommunication? Mm-hmm. I knew somebody drank some breast milk on trailing show. Turns out. It was his co-host. It was his co-host at the time. Chad yep. Hastings, fearless. Yep. Did we find out if his wife consented to Did him not drinking find that out. another woman's <laughs> breast milk that wasn't his wife's? I, I don't. I don't think is I that did considered get that cheating one. to drink another woman's breast milk? Unless you get, unless you can get an weird. Ag- yeah. 
<laughs> What'd you say? It's considered weird. <laughs> what is that? It's like considered. Okay, it's only cheating if you didn't tell your wife you were drinking another woman's breast milk. That's cheating. Baby, I have some that's good milk today. Oh, if you yeah. get it from the teat. Yeah, because up. that's also something that's like, that's you happy. mentioned that. How was your day? That's something that's part of your day. Yes, you got to bring so, that up. So if you intentionally leave that out. Yo, she heard it from a friend. <laughs> Did you hear what your husband was doing on what's, the radio today? What's your saying? breath what? smell like? Why is your breath? <laughs> oh, that's seriously. He definitely had to go, oh, okay, I don't want to get deep into this. <laughs> it, it did happen, and we will try to find uh, the audio or images from that day. Wow. What, did he no, drink? No. what was he drinking out? Was it just a regular cup? Or did they give him like a, Ugh. you know what I mean? Let's go with cup. Let's make it not Let's make it any worse. <laughs> yeah. Don't make it any creepier than it already yeah. is. Okay, sorry. I shouldn't have brought that up. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get back to it, Jim. Let's talk NFL here. Uh, and, um, man, that was an HGA segue there that I missed. <laughs> HGA segue I just missed there, and I'm so, mad at myself for not setting it up properly. Anyway, let's get to the uh, Cowboys uh, OTA news notes and nuggets here, gentlemen. And you uh, sent this hard from CBS Sports. Yep. And it's about different storylines coming out of uh, of mini camps so far from different teams around the league. Uh, one of the main storylines I'm interested in, too, is who the hell is going to be the quarterback for the 49ers. They mm-hmm. talk about that. Um, they talk about Jimmy Garoppolo's left foot injury for the Raiders. It's a big topic of conversation around the league. They also bring up here the Cowboys tight end room. Uh-huh. Here's what they say. So the Cowboys saw Dalton Schultz leave in free agency this offseason but have plenty of depth to cushion the blow of his loss. The club drafted Luke Schoonmaker the, in the second round in the 2023 draft out of Michigan, but he has reportedly been dealing with a case of plantar fascia hmm. that has limited his, his uh, play and his rep throughout OTAs and could very well limit him during minicamp with Schoonmaker limited or sidelined and or sidelined. Jake Ferguson will likely carry a heavier workload, uh, he says here, along with uh, Peyton Hendershot. Yep. Who's also a part of that uh, that tight end room for the Dallas Cowboys? Um, Harge, you are our resident Dallas Cowboys fan here. Um, first of all, the injury—I wouldn't freak out about the injury just yet. Nope. Uh, but Jake Ferguson and Peyton Hendershot and Sean McKeon, I believe, are the tight ends who have to pick up the slack uh, until Schoolmaker gets healthy. But what do you think about the overall tight end room? I know you're high on Ferguson. I'm very high on Ferguson, and I think that it's going to be just fine with him having to um, carry the workload early. But they also have three other – I mean, two other um, tight ends that have been part of the system already. Hendershot, he played a role last year, and Sean McKeon has been around for a while too. So you're not – the only person that's going to be behind is is the new tight end from Michigan. He's the only one Mm -hmm. that's going to be lacking in the knowledge of the offense because those other guys were already there. I'm a big fan – of Ferguson and I think he's going to he was going to play a major role anyway. I thought the draft of the other tight end from Michigan uh was okay. I thought it was a good pickup. I, was I thought, Baker? Yeah, I thought yeah. he was going to be well, okay. Yeah. And he's going to learn a little bit more and I think he's a better blocker than both of those guys, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm on the side and have been of Ferguson. Jake Ferguson is a guy that I think is going to have a breakout year. Yeah, you might not be the only one. I remember you talked about this at one time uh, that Jake Ferguson, also a favorite of um, Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. Yes. And Travis Kelsey, speaking of Jake Ferguson, he has invited Jake Ferguson to their. They have a tight end camp, like a tight end U. Yep. 
It's uh, it's pretty I, cool, man. Yeah, last, I've seen a couple yeah. of them. Last three or four years, basically, they I think they just invite the best tight ends in the NFL, the top tight ends in the NFL, and they have them come on out to a camp, and then they, uh, I imagine, just share secrets of the trade of being a tight end. Yep. I will say, I think the cop. Oh, sorry, if, if you have that, the secrets of tight end, are they all just around the three tight ends that matter in the NFL? <laughs> right. <laughs> so like Kittle, Travis Kelsey, Jared Kittle, and Mark Andrews. Yeah. Beyond that, I mean, there's good tight ends, but those guys are a different league from everybody else. You're right. I'm trying to think of who else is in that that group, but I think you're right. I think there's a drop off after because that. like guys like Kyle Pitts are supposed to get into that group. Yep. But those guys are at a different level. Uh, yeah, I think you're right about that. I, I, there's no doubt. And I don't know how many guys they end up inviting to this little tight end club, but I just like that Travis Kelsey is a fan of Jake Ferguson. Yep. Uh, and by the way, Cowboys uh, use two tight ends, uh, which is called 12 personnel, mm-hmm. around 23% of the time over the last few years. They've seen a gradual increase in it, uh, but in 2022, it was around 23% of the time. Hmm. But it's a run package for them because they usually run out of it 62% of the time when they're in 12 personnel. So they, they run out of it a lot. And honestly, I wouldn't doubt if they start using some three tight end packages. You know who leads the NFL in, thir- in 13 personnel, which is three tight end packages? Who? The Kansas City Chiefs. With three tight ends? Kansas City Chiefs run a lot of three tight end packages, man. A ton. Wow. Exactly. Most people don't know that because no. we don't pay attention. It's, they run a ton. Because you're always looking at Kelsey. Exactly. So you could be an explosive offense and still use a ton of tight ends. That, uh, Kansas City's a good example. That, that makes sense, though, because they don't they haven't had a running back in a lot of years. That it's a really yeah. reliable running back. So you're like, well, we can get this other guy who's kind of help us block some That's exactly and give us do. a little bit more time for Mahomes to run around, and then Kelsey will be open and we'll be good. That's basically what it is. It's just time to help Kelsey get open. Yeah. That's all it is. All it's designed for. <laughs> yeah. really, you just hit it in a nutshell. Because Kelsey, basically, they can hide him in so many ways, and that's another way to just hide him yeah. within three times. But, yeah. I mean, that's something you could see from the Cowboys this year when they're trying to figure out the pass blocking at running back as well. Where it's like, hey man, we just got to kind of stick another couple tight ends out there because our running yeah. back is not a pass. So we'll send him out on a route and not even have him sit back on pass plays because I'd rather send a Tony Pollard or a Deuce Vaughn out on a route than have him sit back and pass block and put another tight end in and take a wide receiver. Honestly, Patrick, you might just hit the you might hit the head on something right there. Ding man. ding ding! You really might have hit on something there. Seriously, because they're gonna have issue even if they you know if it's just Pollard in there and they got Pollard was it Ronald Ronald Jones Ronald Jones Ronald Jones uh cheek. Is it Chico Dottle? Is it Dottle? Malik Davis. Rico. 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 Dottle. Rico. Malik Davis is there still. Yeah, Malik uh, yes. Davis. So uh, either way, I mean, I don't see any, any, any of those backs other than Pollard, and even Pollard struggles with pass protection. As guys, None of them are good in pass pro. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Guys you trust as a yes. as a main ball carrier and as a pass protector. So to Patrick's point, man, you might throw out more tight ends. and especially, You just drafted one in the second round. Yep. You got a you know a luxury uh, of tight ends right there. Uh, here is also something that uh, I want to bring up because we talk about Kelsey and the quote that he had. So here is Kelsey when he was asked about Ferguson. So I guess he was asked about him at their tight end camp one day. Oh no, he was asked about what tight ends he likes, and he brought up Kelsey unsolicited. Here's here's the quote um, when Kelsey said they asked him what tight ends do you like. It was Bob Brookover at NJ.com. Kelsey's response: There are a few great tight ends out there. I don't know if there are any that remind me of myself, but there are a few guys I'm excited about. Kyle Pitts of the Atlanta Falcons being one of them. Jake Ferguson down in Dallas. And Daniel Bellinger Mm -hmm. over in New York. I'm excited to see how these guys manifest over the next few years, and we'll see where where they can take their game. 
There you mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, Kelsey likes him. And also when Schoonmaker was asked about the tight ends, he said uh, he gave them a nickname. He said they have a nickname now, all four of them. Mm. He said, we're pretty loaded with guys that can do so many different things. I'll just be in there to do whatever is asked for me. It's like a four horsemen group of them being put in different spots and everyone playing a lot. It's going to be fun in there. Uh, it's going to be another horseman as well. So I bring what I can do to the room. So he's calling them the four horsemen. Mm-hmm. So. Well, at least you know there your you boy ain't crazy. I'm big time on. I'm what they say. I'm bullish. Yeah, on Jake Ferguson. Yeah, I, mean, I have been from the f- very beginning. He's got a Wisconsin. Wisconsin. He's got a Wisconsin. That's huh? why they got Tyler Biotis. They like Wisconsin guys. Well, not only do they like them, they also like the fact too that they can block and they yeah. understand the schemes. You know what I'm saying? They understand that. Hey, I need to make sure that I can slip out here, catch a pass, but I I need to make sure that I can block as well. So you know, if you played in that place. That's what it's all about. Paul Christ. There you go. Going back to it there. Bringing it all the way back. Bringing it all the way back. Uh, all right, let's get to a couple of other nuggets. Okay, how about this? Tony Pollard says he's going to be faster. Did you see that? I did see that. Is this real or is he just talking? Wow, well, you know, he, he think he got Tommy John. You know, with Tommy John, <laughs> they think they, they come back and start pitching better and they can throw the fastball a little bit harder. So he think he got a bionic knee like the six million dollar man. <laughs> is it? But has that ever been? I've proven? never heard that. Has it been proven that no. pl- that that guys have come back stronger after Tommy John? Oh yeah. Oh for sure. So it's been proven though. Oh, right? it's been proven that they can do that. Now Steve Smith famously after a knee surgery came back faster, and he said he clocked himself and he was faster. Wait, which know. Steve Smith are we talking about? We're talking about the receiver from Car- the Carolina. Carolina one because oh. you remember Steve Smith from USC too. Oh, that's what I was saying. Like well, he said that. That's what was, I was about to say. He hard. said that. He was pretty fast out of the league. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was like. He said that. Who said that? He said that. <laughs> no, Steve, Which Steve Smith we talking about? <laughs> no, the, the one we all respect. Okay, there it is. Uh, the one yes. that will put them hands the on you. The one that will put them hands on yeah. you. But I wonder, I mean, he this is him. This is what he says. He says, I'm gonna be faster. He, okay. he feels it. So. That's fine. Be fast all you want. How many carries can you have in a game? Uh, no, that's not on him. That's more on the Cowboys. No, no, but you but you, remember you said he was saying, yeah. I'm, I've only got this many in me. You right? And so that's I don't be as fast as you want. That's one play. Yes, <laughs> good point. Yeah. And maybe that's a great play and it's a touchdown. But again, the Cowboys right now don't have like a solid 45, 50 carries a game, which under Mike McCarthy is what they apparently want. That's a good point. Yeah, how would you divide that up? You want to get to forty carries? Who would? Yeah, who's, who's going to be who's gonna those talk guys. the most of that? That's right. Who's going to get to? Who's going to get to your twenty plus carries? That's why I we're still searching. You don't want Paul to be that guy. No, that was the whole point. He's not Skip, built for yeah, that. Yeah, Coach Pete said that. Yeah. He said it was a Skip Pete. His name? Yeah, Skip Pete. He said you don't Rodney want Pete's Paul, brother. Yeah, you don't want Paul. Is that Rodney Pete's brother for real? Yeah, I didn't know that actually. Oh yeah, I guess I should have figured that. I mean, yeah. how many? Peace to get there. Exactly. Not many of them. Especially that, they put an E after this. It's like, it's, like, it's like two E's and then a T E, right? It's P E E T E. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's a weird spelling of the Pete yep. as well. That's right. All right. Uh, how about this? Good news for Cowboys fans, though. I'm hearing that your boy, the receiver, uh, is. Tobert? Yes. That Tobert mm-hmm. actually has been really impressive. Jalen Tobert is already making waves, reportedly, uh, for the wide receiver's four spot. And it's a really good sign. And Patrick Walker, who does a really good job covering he the does Cowboys. Do a good job. Yeah, he does a good job. He, I, he's worth a follow. I'll give you his Twitter here in a second, guys. But um, he is saying that it's Brandon Cooks' influence. Um, it's that voice of the star. 
Mm-hmm. He's worth a follow if you're a Cowboys fan. He is saying that uh, Brandon Cooks is basically taking Tolbert under his wing. Here's what um, basically Tolbert had to say about Brandon Cooks. He's been a, a big part of the offseason for me. We go eat. We talk ball. We work out together. All the little things. He's been in the league for a while, and he's had 6,000-yard seasons. We talk, and he sees in me what I see as well, and he told me, I'm going to look out for you. I'm so excited to go with him and learn more about the stuff that he sees. Having guys like that that I've never had before in my football career is positive and big for me, and I'm going to continue to grow off that. And when uh, he said Cooks' best advice for him was, when he was asked about his season so far, he said, or his career so far in the NFL, he said, flush it, flush it. He's obviously been in the league for a long time, and I was disappointed about last year. I went through what I went through last year, and he asked me about it. We talked about it, and then he told me to flush it. He Mm. said he sees a lot in me, so flush that from last year. Have fun, continue to grow, and take that jump in year two. So this is kind of what Patrick brought up about what DeAndre Hopkins could be in a room for the Texans. No, we talked about for the Cowboys last year that they could have used a veteran on that team when CeeDee Lamb moves up to your number one, that there's just no real veterans on that roster. And they picked up T.Y. Hilton a little bit later in the year. Yes, they did. But I think mm-hmm. T.Y. Hilton was more at the point of his career just trying to make a roster mm-hmm. than he was really able to give advice where Brandon Cooks is making enough money. He can he can be that guy. He's got comfort. It's a lot yeah. easier when you're making money. Job stability. <laughs> yeah, job stability. Yeah, it makes it a little when bit like, different, right? Yeah. yeah, when you're not, I know how my rent's being paid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it makes it much I, I'm going to make the team, so I'll help you out. Yes. <laughs> but that, it's great to see because, yeah, that is a very important thing, especially in some of these young guys where the coaches just don't have necessarily the time mm-hmm. or the investment. Where they go, man, I don't care. Like, whether you make it or not doesn't mean much for my stability. Now, CeeDee Lamb. If he's the best wide receiver, then everybody wants to hire me as their wide receiver coach. But if I take you from wide receiver four to wide receiver three, nobody's going to come call him for me. That's a, I totally agree. The investment is a big part of it. We, you talked about this with your NBA take yeah. on yep. you know, the guys coming back to school because yeah. some teams don't. They don't wanna, if they don't want to invest in you with that first-round pick, because they're investing you in the first-round pick, what you have to understand is they will, even if you are not, say you're a bust or you're not what they thought you would be, you can't reach expectation level, they will still throw good money after bad? Or, <laughs> there you go. They will like, They will double down on that. They will double. They, so so a yeah. guy like for the Spurs, Lucas Salmonich was a guy they drafted a few years ago, and I still think he could have an okay career. But they drafted him. They knew they needed to put some weight on him, do stuff like that. He basically, they sent him the G League, they called him up, and they tried every single thing mm-hmm. to find a way to make him work because he was a first-round draft pick. They yeah. had second-round draft picks. Where they're like, hey, man, you mm-hmm. didn't make – all right, we'll, we'll trade you off or you can go back to whatever country we drafted you from or you can go yeah. play in another league. We don't care. But that first-round pick, you're like, man, this sticks out on a resume of how many I hit and how many I don't. Your job is and, tied to it. And so mm-hmm. that that's something where for a guy like Tolbert, you want to hit on it, but I think if you have a Gallup, you have a Cooks, and you have a CeeDee Lamb on that team, he's probably not your A number one priority walking in as a wide receivers coach to get him to that wide receiver, uh, really good wide receiver four. They basically need him or Fihoko to step it up and become wide receiver four for them, right? Because they had Simi. He's still there, isn't he? Simi Fihoko? Yep, yep, he's still there. He's still there. Well, they just signed a guy named Tyron Johnson. I believe he was a wide receiver that used to play for the um, – San Diego, San Diego. I keep wanting to call him San Diego. Hey, you and Dillard like, Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> I was, he was a wide receiver for the um, Chargers. Chargers. Mm. 
He runs a 4-3-40. So he's coming in. They just signed him today because they have free agent workouts today. Okay. And so they brought in uh, Keneal Harry, Nikhil Harry. Oh, they brought him back. They brought him in today. Oh, interesting. To to work work out out. with them. Okay. Uh, Jacob Eason, the backup quarterback. Bryce Perkins, the backup quarterback. Lynn Bowden, a wide receiver. Tyron Johnson, who they just signed. Mm -hmm. Jordan Miller and the Carrius Keys, two defensive backs. But the only person that they signed today was Tyron Johnson. Okay. So uh, yeah, and, and they cut and they cut Antonio Callaway. Yeah, I see. I think the Cowboys are just looking for a a fourth wide a fourth wide receiver they can trust in case of an injury. Yeah, someone going down. We need and, that. and right now, I don't, I don't think they have it. So because yep. Cavante Turpin is a, a specialist yeah. utility player, I don't know if you can trust him. Yeah, and once you're getting player. rid of kick returns now, oh. I don't know how much. I know they they gave him a, what a three year deal or something like that. And I, yeah, I, yeah, and I'd let Deuce do that honestly. Deuce, yeah, yeah. But yeah when you're the when fact you're that you're cutting about back too. spots, yeah, Deuce could do that. Yeah, I, I huh? yeah, I, I especially that tight end room. You're gonna need some extra love in there. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I. I don't know if once we take kick returns basically out of the game. That was the I don't point. know if he's going to be there. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100. percent And it's, that's not his fault. Cause I actually think he's a dynamic kick returner yeah. too. It's pretty damn good. Yep. Um, even with the uh, Texans. Speaking of kick returners, uh, the Texans are actually really excited. A lot of good reports coming out about Tank Dale. Um, some great reports about mm-hmm. Tank Dale. Speaking of specialists in the return game, he actually was a returner too for uh, U of H and actually did a really good job. But there are reports coming out that he has been a star so far uh, in in the OTAs and mm-hmm. that he's made a lot of big plays in the passing game. He's just so small. He's going to be one of the smallest uh, wide receivers in the NFL. Yeah. We're talking about 5'8", 100 and 6,870 pounds. I don't know what he is right now, what his playing weight is, but that's where he is kind of listed, around that weight. He's light. He's he is, light, but he's fast. He is fast. <laughs> he's fast and he can make moves. Yeah. My, my concern is that they, they need to put him in the slot as much as possible. Absolutely. He's a two-way go and needs to be off the line of scrimmage. That way, if he's a two-way go off the line of scrimmage, then he'll easily, or not easily, but he'll have a better chance at being able to get free at the line of scrimmage and get a free mm-hmm. release. But if he's on the line of scrimmage as one of your outside wide receivers, I do think teams will just decide they want to bump him. Right. And just take him away. Don't like, have to, right? Yeah. And I, 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 I may not leave men on a lot of third downs just solely in the fact that that's where you're going to get killed. When he's he's open enough to catch it, but it's gonna get come across and yeah, taken out, yeah. and you just like I get it. And you got a rookie quarterback who's just like I just got to get that first down. It may shorten your career by doing that. I may take him out on some of those third where yeah. man, we really need to get six yards, and he's open six yards down with a linebacker looking at him. Yeah, no, they but the C.J. Stroud obviously likes him. Yeah, um, yeah, but that's a good point. I wonder how he deals with the physicality. I mean, he's five eight one sixty, so we'll see. Yeah, a guy like that learns how to avoid contact though. Yeah, and he was extremely prolific uh, the uh, few years he was at U of H, and that last year, 109 receptions, over thirty, now almost 1,400 yards, and 17 touchdowns. So, mm. Texans hoping he can be uh, the answer for them in the slot. All right, we come back. We're talking Texas baseball, headed to the Super Regionals. We'll talk about how they got there right here on Ball Don't Lie on 1049. <laughs>
All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. I'm at front office sports now. And uh, first, I, I went to Pro Football Talk because Pro Football Talk has this story as well. And they are reporting that a coach player is currently under investigation for gambling. And they're reporting that it's Isaiah Rogers, the cornerback. Well, ESPN is reporting that. I think they're just taking a report from ESPN is what they say here. The player they're investigating. Um, the claim is, per the report, a sportsbook account was opened in the name of an associate of Rogers. Roughly 100 bets were placed over an undisclosed period of time with some bets on Colts games. Ooh. Yeah. That's the that's the naughty, naughty part right there. It's all pretty bad, but you're right. That's the, that's that's the, the worst yeah, part. Yeah, it is the worst part. Yeah. Uh, most bets, it reports here, were in the range of $25 to $50. Uh, there was one low fig low low four figure bet as well. Mm. Sportshandle.com first reported the existence of the investigation Monday afternoon. Rogers was a sixth round pick in twenty twenty. He appeared in sixteen games with nine starts last season. Also returned kicks and punts. So uh the NFL continues to be thorough mm-hmm. in their investigations about players who break the uh the the rules, their collective bargaining rules on gambling and what is permitted by players. And, um, man, this is troubling. It is very troubling. Because the NFL, my thing was the NFL, and I, I know they don't do this as a league, but you would think team to team as these new rules are enacted, new CBA signed, whatever, especially associated with gambling, now that it's so mainstream, <laughs> Um, and the rules still don't allow for players to participate in gambling, especially in certain situations that the league, that the teams themselves would be very diligent yep. in how they explain and break this down for players. You would have to. But they have not. Yes. They have not been diligent yeah. at all. There have been reports that players in the NFL have gone on record and said they don't know the rules. And that's the craziest. Just don't. They just don't, don't know the rules. They don't know the rules about gambling. At but all. you they don't know. Don't bet. You yeah, know that's that. the rule. Yeah, don't <laughs> yeah. bet. That's the only rule that you need to go by. Yeah. Don't bet. It's like the kids who don't know anything about sex. It's like within abstinence. Right. All right. That's what you're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, okay. Exactly. You don't know about it abstinence. Then don't do. do nothing. You learn more about it and educate yeah. yourself. We're gonna just be abstinent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and if you really wanted to, you're like, hey man, uh, yeah, like I have some friends that are doing this thing in gambling. Let me go try and ask up the ladder. And I'll say before I can say I can do it, and that way they'll go no, and you go cool. Can't that do it. it. That can't go. They go hey, this is yep. it. Here's the rules. You can't get this far. And you go okay. Uh, let's see if I can make this work, or if I don't want to do it because it's only thirty five dollars. And why would I throw away millions of dollars for thirty five dollars? And to that point, Patrick, I'm sure that exists. When I was in the NFL, they had a, the PED line, right? So yep. anytime yeah. you had a question about a, a substance that you didn't know was on the ban list, you could call and go, hey, there's a substance that in this. Food I'm eating or in this gel I'm about to use and it has this. Is this, you know, banned? They'll go, okay, it is banned or it's not banned. Yeah. And I wonder if they have that. They'll just say a hotline you can call about or maybe you can text, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyways, about gambling. And like, hey, can I do this? Can I do that? And I'm sure that exists. And if it hey, doesn't, I'm playing what a failure. I'm playing squares at the house. Yeah. Am I going to get in trouble I'm with you. for putting down $5, $20 on some squares? No, I, you good on that. 
it's when you open up that app. Yeah, no. When you and have, you start yeah, putting that, it in that there because your get. information yeah. out there. That, yeah, I don't get it. You what's start going hooking on. up your bank account to things <laughs> and wonder, how did they find out? All I had to do was get my social security number, my yep. job description. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. How much I make a year. I did it. What I do, that thing with a microphone and a camera on the front of it. Yeah. Ah. And he, ah, he, went, it. he went through an associates app. Um, but I mean the NFL, like I said, they're being they got they got former it feds. They, also, got, they have former feds working for them. These are the yes. same feds that every draft season they go out and in the draft and prep for the draft, yep. and they go and investigate all the top picks and they find all the dirt. That's why you're not able to know all the dirt about all the picks because they have feds investigating. If you're gonna spend, I don't know, fifteen, twenty, thirty million dollars on a player, you probably want to know some dirt on yeah. them. So these are the same people that are doing these investigations for the NFL once they get a. I don't know, they get some type of clue or maybe they get a lead from some gambling site and they go, all right, I'll investigate. And they do. Right. And they find you. Well, and that's the thing, too, is like if you know you have to do it shadily. Yeah. For that amount of money. Come on, dude. If you're like, no, man, I'm going to throw my career away for some twenty five dollar bets. And but I know I have to do it. I can't just do it because if I just do it. I'll get caught. You're like, well, if it's I'll get caught for that. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. I don't, yeah. do, I don't even know why this. This guy started nine games last year. You know how much money you make when you start nine games in the league? <laughs> you know what I mean, right. this dude I, I, is making hey, and, bank. And for the Colts. If that's a Colts, he started nine games. They just trade away their cornerback to the Cowboys. Oh, they yep. just trade away Gilmore. Oh, you're yep. right. That is that's you. That means more you opening. Might, that's a new opening right. for you. You might. Oh, I didn't think about that. I hope that's not why they did it. They might have been. He started nine games for him. Yep. Uh, yeah, so that is the latest in the NFL. It hasn't become official, but it's being reported by multiple. I saw Schefter post it. So. Okay, so it's done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about this? Um, this comes from the Athletic. It says two NFL agents said that since April, since the April suspensions, they have heard from players confessing they they now know they violated the league's gambling policy mm. that they didn't mm. know prior to. Mm. Like they've been reading the stories and go, I did that. Right, <laughs> you're a reason why to go. I did that. They went to jail. Ooh, Yo, I probably shouldn't tell. I probably it. shouldn't tell nobody. <laughs> Man, you got these tax evasion. Oh my do goodness! I, do I need to talk about this? No. <laughs> so they didn't even know. He said uh, one one uh, agent said, "I have a player who has said to me, I bet from the facility three or five dollar bets on other sports.' This is so this is a failure by teams. Of I get the NFL does all this stuff beforehand, but again, you're putting millions of dollars investments yep. in these players, and if you are if your idea is we're going to yell at them, don't do it. And think that's going to dissuade a bunch of people who have succeeded in beating the system pretty much their whole life by achieving the dream of making it to the NFL. Come on, dude. come on! Like you have to have actual conversation. Mm-hmm. People be like, yep. "Hey, this is it. This is here's examples of this. Don't throw this your dream stuff. away. Don't, Don't throw, throw it away. You work so hard to get here. Don't throw it away." So I, it's a failure of teams that you just feel it's coaches being coaches and going, "If you do that, you're an idiot." They go, "No, you're an idiot because you think you're going to catch mm. me." Oh, how about this? And the athletic also reports. A nine-year NFL vet told The Athletic um, he got into betting on golf using a mobile app. He said before he placed the bet, he checked with an NFL PA, player Uh rep, Patrick, who told him it was fine. He lost every bet he placed and has since deleted the app from his phone. So I guess you can just check with your player rep. That's what what I got from that story. You got your player rep. You go, hey, man, can I do this and can I not do this? And they're supposed to know your player well, and, reps. And, then at least and they have, say no. Well, and then you have plausible deniability of not knowing it was wrong. Because then when you go to the league and they're like, hey, we're going to punish you, you go, I asked. Yeah, because he said I he asked didn't our know. people. Yeah. And they said it was okay. And it is. So by the way, get mad at him. Betting on that, that, that golf app and betting on that golf was allowed. 
but yeah. you got to know. You got to yeah, know. You got to know the rules. Yeah. But even if it's not at that point, then you can go like, look, I asked, I did my side of it, and you guys messed up. Yep. So how are you going to punish me that hard for it? Wow. I'm, yeah. I'm surprised. This, I, I got to read this athletic article. I said four of the five players the athletic interviewed didn't know they couldn't place mobile bets on other sports while at work. Yeah, well, the like quote you is, said, it's what it is. Yeah, the quote is, I don't think any player knows about that, said a free agent with seven years of NFL experience. Man, so this, I, I, I think the, the teams are failing yeah. the players. in this. Now, players, you got to educate yourself. Your agent should be helping you out with this. Mm-hmm. You, you should be helping. You should be trying to help yourself with this. But, yeah, the coaches and the GMs and the player personnel guys, there should be packets for every player detailed about what you could do, a number there, hit Agreed. me, text me when you got a question about before you place any bet, just text me. First of all, I'll tell you if it's a stupid bet, first of all. <laughs> then I'll tell you if it's allowed. <laughs> well, didn't you say that when I know that it's in uh, Major League Baseball locker rooms, minor league baseball locker rooms, you cannot bet on any sport. It's all around. Mm-hmm. Don't y'all have that in there? We the, do. Yeah, that's what I, remember, I thought. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And I remember thinking to myself, man, I've never bet on so sports. So the bottom never line will. is don't bet. Just don't bet. Yes. If you're still participating in the sports, in, in the NFL, Major League, NBA, you don't bet. What's, what's the average length of a career in the NFL? Three and a half years. Sometimes. Yeah, you can wait. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> that's great point, Patrick. Great point. You got time, bro. Oh man. Okay, I want try to, to save as much money as you possibly can. Now that hard to both tell you for long. Yeah, save that cash, <laughs> exactly. man. Save that cash for sure. Uh, all right, I wanted to talk some Texas baseball. We got sidetracked there, so we'll give you a little Texas baseball. Head to Super Regionals before we get out of here. And what's on tap right here on Ball Don't Lie, wonderful nine one. Pop a top again. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash? Oh yeah, yeah I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion, sir. I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's five o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already five o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice cool drink? That's oh, really man, good. That's good. That's... That is... All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie. Time to wrap it up and put it in the oven. We'll let you know what's on tap before we get out of here. If you miss any part of any of the shows, please go to hornfm.com. You can catch up with them on the podcast page. Uh, Harge, before we get out, you want to let people know about a little announcement. Yeah, there's a little announcement that just came out. Um, Indiana State won their, their regional and TCU went to Arkansas and won their regional, mm. won the regional that was held at Arkansas. So naturally, with Indiana being being the host, Indiana State, you would think that they were going to be the host for the next Super Regional. Well, it's come out that they, are, they always mm. host the Special Olympics there, the Special um, Olympics uh, tournament, or not tournament, but yeah. it's the 51st year okay. that they've done it. And they, they are not going to be able – to switch it, right? So the Special Olympics is still going to go there. Indiana State is now not going to be able to host the Super Regional. So now TCU man. Has, has the ability to host the Regional now. Now, let me excuse me, the Super Regional. With that being said, in the news coming out, classy TCU fans, I know people don't like hearing that, but classy TCU <laughs> fans have decided that they are going to donate money 
to the Special Olympics because Indiana State is a great story. They've done a great job, and they've done some really cool stuff for this season. Well, now they're not going to be able to host the Super Regional because of the Special Olympics that they have there, and the fans now are donating money to the Special Olympics because they're going to help those people out there. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That is – which that, is really inter- interesting too. Well, because TCU, because no Texas team hosted a regional, and now we're gonna have potentially potentially two, two hosting super regionals. <laughs> exactly. If the Aggies take care of business, if, if the Aggies can take care of business, I'm hoping they will, and I'm rooting for the Aggies. Come on, Aggies, do I'm something. Sorry. I don't say this very often, but I'm rooting for the Aggies tonight. What's on tap for you? That's buddy? like flabbergast. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch the uh, Texas A&M Stanford game tonight. Yeah, me too. That's what's on tap. For me. What's on tap for yeah, you? Yeah, I'm gonna watch that game as well. Woo! We watching the Aggies we watching and rooting the, for the Aggies? Exactly. Wow. I'm going to try and hold my dinner down, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Join us tomorrow, same time. Soccer Matters same place. tonight. Soccer Matters coming up next. You don't want to miss Glenn that. Glenn Davis. With Glenn Davis, the big boss. All right. Uh, remember, Revolution will not be televised. Talk about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves, but more importantly, take care of each other. You two have a good weekend, Chan. Peace.